Okay, okay, let's dive into tonight's game. Welcome back. Welcome back to SideQuest Live. We're going to be uh, playing a live audio audio podcast game. Uh, it's available on Twitch and YouTube. You can also check out all our previous games on iTunes and all the other places. Shout out to, well, where the heck was it? Um, hey, Germany. That was cool. We got a bunch of listeners the other, the other week from Germany. So um, I will stop in honor of that. I will stop doing any terrible German accents whenever I do an NPC. That's that's my promise to you that I will probably break. I will likely break that. I'm Aww. just saying. I mean, come on. Anyway, um, so we're going to be diving in. Let's go quick meet everybody, and then we'll uh, we'll dive in and continue the game from last time. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Come come on in. That's all you get. Oh right. Hi. Uh, okay. Oh hi. That's it. That's, That's all it. you get. <laughs> all right, let's cut to credits. All right. More of action oriented group rather than talking stuff. <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up. Sorry, I actually did roll credits. <laughs> I mean, nobody else was talking. Uh, yeah, good game, everybody. Good game. Thanks for coming out. All right. Um, so this is episode four, right? Although you. Technically more sessions than that, but this is mm -hmm. the fourth live stream one, and uh, I'm yeah. happy to be back here playing with you guys. It's a it's a highlight of my week. It's a very nice thing to look forward to. Anywho, mm. enough out of me. Go ahead, mm. take it away, Brendan. Okay, so why don't I just do a very quick recap of uh, of like where you are, um, because you've just emerged from a pretty gruesome battle uh, against some orcs on top of a hill. Um, and you are overlooking um, the sort of assembling legion of goblins that are going to lay siege to Aventail. Um, when you were in that battle, you were accompanied by uh, Commander Amara and her knights, so who cool. were tasked, tasked with finding the idol of Kava. You didn't find the idol, but Amara did manage to to torture some information out of an orc who had surrendered. <clears throat> and she managed to learn that their leader who had hired them is a vampire who is in Waterville, which is the troll name for a, a bridge in which maybe a few hundred trolls live. And it is immediately to the east. Uh, you'd have to trek for quite a ways, but it is to the east and you could reach that spot. Um, Mara took the scrying stone of the orcs and this information and she went back to Aventale to defend the hamlet from this approaching legion and at the very same moment that she and her knights took off down the hill the stone that the wizard Kemet had given to you started to light up. Very bright. Neon green. <clears throat> signaling that uh, the wizard Kemet wants to speak to you, and since he's the one who's studying the whole prophecy of Kava thing, it might be worth your while to go and see what it is he wants to tell you, or give you, or whatever. Um, so you have uh, an interesting choice, and I actually left you with this choice at the end of the last encounter, and then messaged you on WhatsApp to ask you what you were going to do, but you didn't tell me what you were going to do. It was a surprise <laughs> for me, so I had to design all kinds of potential outcomes 
So you can either go back to Avondale to get through the doors before the siege begins in earnest. You can try to uh, go overland to get to Watergo to fight likely trolls, possibly the vampire Sidolfus, um, who, uh, of course, Lahabria is hunting. Bo is the vampire Lahabria. Oh, that's another revelation from the last encounter. Everybody now knows that Lahabria is a vampire. It's pretty obvious. You are still just drenched in blood, like orc blood, <laughs> basically from the nose down. You were drenched. Learn very how hungry. to eat. <laughs> I was very so, hungry and cranky. <clears throat> so you can go to Watergo, you can go to Aventail, or you can go up to the spot where you know the uh, the, the rope ladder hangs down, mm. and you can climb up to get to the floating wizard tower of Emmet. And mm. all of these options are open to you. None of them are safe. What do you want to do? Uh, John thinks we should go to the wizard because having more intel is always better than uh, rushing into a fight or rushing to be behind the wall for a siege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And maybe in the off chance he has some, some bit of magic that makes people forget things that they've seen. And <laughs> that'd be very convenient for certain people in this party. I'm thinking about like a men in black neuralizer. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone gather around. Just look into this light here. <laughs> look into this. Yeah, use just use your <laughs> vampire powers to make us forget that you're a vampire. <laughs> for a round at a time. So what is your decision? I I, I don't want to split the party on this. Well, it's one. currently two it's... against Todd. What do you say, Todd? Uh, yeah, uh, you, we probably should stay on target and do the uh, do the wizard thing. That's that's my mm. instinct anyway. Mm. Yeah, I feel like a, a vampire isn't going anywhere, uh, and the siege no. isn't going anywhere. But uh, the end of time, so that's taken along. Yeah. Yep. All right. Agreed. <laughs> so, you spent most of the day fighting to get up this hill, and then massacring orcs it's a pretty pitched battle actually um and so you're now um cruising on into evening and you can hear that the goblin activity in the surrounding areas is starting to pick up so the the goblin drummers are continuing to sort of beat and clack their their drums um you know, a bit more frenzy <clears throat> And um, and you can hear the, the the sort of the creak and thud of those catapults on those wheels with the, uh, the stilts that stick out, and you can hear rumblings uh, in the in the wooded areas around Aventale as well, suggesting that maybe there are some other things too that are approaching with this goblin legion, uh, which wouldn't surprise you because you already know that there were orcs. Um, who are hired as mercenaries, and that the goblins are more organized than a rabble of goblins typically are. So you've got uh, not too much difficulty in going over land to reach the spot where you know you can get that rope ladder. Um, I am going to ask you all for a stealth roll just to see. Four. Seven. 
Sorry, Bahabre was at six. Six, correct. Oh. Well, I rolled a three, so the goblins are obviously very on task. And uh and trying to focus on getting to Aventale, destroying the Tree of Wands, reawakening their Kava Mama, and um, you know, bringing about the end of times, because that's just the kind of thing the goblins would be into. I'm kind of imagining so, them saying one of the drummers being like, I say Kava, you say Mama. Kava. <laughs> mama. 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 Kava. Mama. Mama. Yep. That mama. Is, that is exactly what they are doing. <laughs> um, and because they're so distracted by that, and maybe as you walk by, you also chant Kava, Mama, uh, just so that they don't draw any attention mm. yourselves. You is uh, Elroy still wearing his severed uh, face disguise? Uh, no, they hit the wall. Mm. They hit the wall in the uh, the fights. I mean, like wall, like yeah. a pancake. Yeah, the, mm. is the like, nose Whoa. is all like floppy. The yeah. nose was floppy mm. before. That's true. Oh, yeah, it's just floppier, and now it hasn't got anything holding it up. Mm. So <clears throat> you head up to the spot. You you can see it as the sun is setting and the the, the sky is painted with the, the colors of sunset. You can see this black floating tower in the sky amongst the clouds. And as you draw closer, you can hear this wish as this um, rope ladder kind of unfurls and drapes down to the, to the ground or close enough that uh, from the top of one of those many hills that surround Aventail, you can hoist yourself up onto the rope ladder and actually climb up, you know, maybe a hundred rungs to get to uh, the top of this, or to get to this tower. Uh, and then there's a nice little doorway, See, maybe like a little ledge. That's why they used to make you do that in gym class. Right? Exactly. They don't do that like anymore. With, like, they like cut the it. ropes off. They're, they're not even ropes there anymore. But <clears> I guess know. there's fewer floating castles to climb into these days. Well, you know, it's their loss. So you head up, and as you get back into the into the wizard's tower, you, you recognize the place. There are many candles that have been burned almost straight down to the to the um, to the stump. There's wax that's sort of melted down onto the floor. Um, there are bookcases filled with varied books and tomes, skulls crystal balls, and of course, many, many drawings, uh, diagrams and things that you wouldn't quite understand uh, that are up on the walls. And there are these two um, clay golems that are sort of lumbering around. Uh, the golems are very asymmetrical. Like they have one very big left arm that's used for heavy work, and then one very thin, small right arm that's used for um, Just masturbation. Sort of fine motor skills. <laughs> I thought you said you were trying to make this more family friendly. <laughs> that was last game. This is a whole right. new game. Yeah, that's over. Okay, a whole new game. Cock ass pussy. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so we'll just play we the clip of doors. George Carlin, the things you can't say on TV. Okay. Barn doors open now. Um. So they're they're sweeping up. They're they're moving things around. They're making sure that the reagents are properly stored. And safely, and Kemet, the the archmage, um, he he knows that you're there, and he comes down the spiral steps, uh, and he's gesticulating wildly. Um, and he's going, 
you're back, you're back, you're back. Um, and um, as you will recall, Kemet is one of these wedjat creatures that is very rare. He has the, the face of, a, of uh, an Arcadian hawk with these very distinct eye markings below each eye. And he's, uh, you know, he has this very long robe and he has a lot of lapis lazuli um, bracelets and, and necklaces and talismans. And he has these big golden eyes um, and of course the sort of sharp hooked beak of a hawk and the flat face. And his feathers are, are very ruffled because he's very old, um, but he still very tall, hobbles down the stairs. And he says, uh, and he says, I've detected something. I need to tell you. That's why we came. He's out of breath by the time he gets down the spiral staircase. He says, ah, there's something happening in Aventale. There's some kind of evil presence there that is trying to convince Contessa Vincenza that she has to cut down the Tree of Wands in order to defend the Hamlet from the siege. There's something there. I suspect it's demonic. Somebody is trying to convince her that this is the only way. And if I'm not mistaken, she is planning to do it. You have to get back to Aventale and find a way to convince her not to do this. Otherwise, all could be lost. As you know, if the Tree of Wands is cut down, it's one of the only remaining omens left before Kava comes back. And there's something else as well. As the tree is dying, I did more research, and he starts to sort of putter around the room, and he finds a <clears throat> he finds a tome and he opens it up. So I have more information about the uh, about this idol, and he actually mm. throws it open to a page, and you actually see the instructions for the creation of this idol and what it looks like, and it's sort of a like a hideous um, doll that's been made out of like a real goblin skull. And then a lot of black hair that has sort of been woven through like the eyes and woven through the nostrils. And, and then it just drapes down and forms almost like a sack beneath the top of the skull. And the, 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 the teeth have been punched out. And then there's a, a, like, like a panel that's black and it has that distinctive zigzag mouth. Um, woven with white thread, so it's like a zigzag that just goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. That is the, the grin of Kava, apparently. And you can't read any of the Arcadian script that's uh, that's written there, but uh, Kemet talks about how if he can get the idol, if you can bring him the idol, then he can find a way to reverse the magic to restore the tree to its previous state of immortality. You have to bring the idol back to me, but there's something very important for you to understand, which is that you cannot touch the idol with your bare hands. If you do, the idol will take over your mind in the same way that it has taken over the minds of so many goblins. So, mm-hmm. don't touch it. <clears throat> we will definitely remember that. So, yes. Uh, and Meanwhile, so I've been reaching to... for like that <laughs> wand again. Like, no, don't, don't touch. No, stop. I wasn't gonna. No. Give us a bad name here. So, huh. you can have a, a long rest here at um, in the Wizard Tower. Kemet also has one of those um, 
focal crystals. I've called it a scrying stone before, but it's not really a scrying stone in the mm. sense you can't you can't walk up to it the way that you know, like the the witch and the, the Wizard of Oz would just be like, hey, show me whatever, and <laughs> would just mm. show her whatever. Mirror, this mirror is, on the wall. Exactly, but this is more like a um, it's more like a telescopic lens, really. Mm. Um, and so you know, he's able to sort of you know, zoom in and out. Um, and take a look at what's going on in Aventale. You can do the same thing. You can take a look and see what the state of the siege is. You can look around. You can look at Watergo. Um, but, um, and you can also have a long rest. But you have to decide what you're going to do. Because if you want to get back to Aventale, um, then you're going to have to find a way. Um, because there's goblins who are assembling, creating a whole legion. Um, and if you want to go to... Watergo um, to try and retrieve the idol from Sidolfus, um, then you might encounter some resistance. I mean, I don't know. I'm just a GM. You guys have to decide. <laughs> mm. um, can this tower move? Like, could you fly us to Aventale and drop us off? Um, it's not. Um, it's not very loading. Floating, but it's, not moving. It's, yeah, it's it's floating. It doesn't have a lot of like. It's not an airship, mm. Um, mm. so um, he has some. Um, he, remember how you brought that float stone to mm. him, mm-hmm. and he said in that episode that he was going to have his two golems work on building uh, an airship, but they're still like tinkering at it, and of course it it takes time because you know there's not that much in the way of materials up in this floating tower. So um, the short answer is no, he can't. I mean, you have to bring them all up the rope. So that's going (laughs) to slow you down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So John suggests uh, taking a a food break, taking a sleep break, and then heading to Aventale uh, at first light. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk to the countess, or to, to thought, like learn more about who or what has been influencing her. Is that the plan? Yeah, just it like busting seem, and crackheads. It does seem like the bigger immediate threat, because like if she destroys the, the tree, then that's yeah. then we're all done. <laughs> yeah, the hard part will be getting through the the legion of goblins. Yeah. Uh... Do we still have the little walker? thing a little mm-hmm. with the dry pole yeah, we double back to try and uh, get... yeah it was really slow yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. do we do we have any way of getting in contact with the cynic um not like magically from here but you yeah. can find him there is a halfling shire uh, over to the west called wensleyshire because maybe we could uh to avoid some of the goblins take the river up towards the hamlets and since he's a boatman yep and he's a smuggler and he owes us a favor and smugglers have a way of moving things in and out of places so they sure do does the river come near here or um you're on you're on a hill Okay. Or you've had to climb a hill to get to the mm-hmm. rope ladder, so you'd have mm-hmm. to get down the hill to reach any. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, let's get. Uh, let's head to Wensleydale. 
Wins this year? Wins this year. Wins this year. And get uh, that halfling to smuggle us in. I think Wensleydale is the cheese that Wallace and Gromit like. Yeah. I think it might be. Moon <laughs> cheese, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently they were about to go to business uh, until that, and then people started buying it again. And... Huh. Huh. Well, well, maybe Wensley, maybe Wensleydale will sponsor our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you like cheese. Listen to SideQuest and eat some Wensleydale. I mean, who doesn't like cheese? Especially Wensleydale. Wink. Yeah. Nothing I like more after a hard game than big old block of Wednesday shirt cheese. Mm. Wednesday deal cheese. I eat so much that my colon is completely blocked. <laughs> I like stinking bishop. Uh, I have the plumber on the sponsorship. <clears throat> Wink. So is your is your plan then to to head on over to uh to Wensleydale? I mean, uh, what of what are you yeah. uh, John will still want to like rest and eat because oh, he yeah, is sure. a fighter and uh, heading off for a long journey with no preparation does not uh, sit well with him. Mm. Okay, so uh, you have a long rest. Um, and... If I can as well, I want to take like. John will take like ten minutes and just like use the the scrying stone to look over the the siege and see if there's like try to get as much information. He as is he can. looking at that girl that he really yes. liked. Yes, also he that. is actually. Yeah, Commander Mara. She's pretty um, cool. She was uh, really dangerous, man. Are you sure? That's you what I liked about her. Okay. Uh, well, all I know it's, is that uh, when they've sorry. got the crazy eyes and the. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. To what determine we... what information you can get about the siege. Uh, that is a five eight. Okay, well. Um, so you are seeing a number of things happening. Um, first of all, all the surrounding farms and uh, hunting cabins and some things that are outside of the city wall, there are people um, bringing their their cows and their wagons and their wheelbarrows and all their pretty much everything they can carry uh, to try and get inside the walls um, and some of them are being turned away and are being told to go north to uh, to Rundal the the dwarven go west some, it's worth and some are being told to go west to go to Wensleyshire um and uh and it's you know and, and farm animals are being turned away like no sir like you can't bring your pig um inside that's the dumb animals. they should eat those pigs mm. well not there, not there that's yet what, mm. that's what they're doing so they're <clears throat> so they are turning people away and some people are coming in, in through the walls um and at the same time the, the the goblins are sort of maxing Right, like they're not all rushing the walls, uh, you know, piecemeal as soon as they arrive. They're massing in sort of valleys and flat staging areas, um, and you you recognize this as being um, as being like good military strategy mm. um, because they're they're actually going to probably form some kind of coordinated attack on on the walls at various points all at the same time, and. Um, and you can also see that the King's Road, which is the major road that runs between um, Aventale and, and right up and out of Southumbria, 
um, has been blocked off and is, is even being like actively destroyed by goblins, right? Like they're digging it up. They're, they're putting like logs and stuff over top of it. Like they're just making it totally inaccessible so that the, the whole area is going to be blocked off from any help that might come from, you know, the kingdom of Tiberia. So you're going to be, um, you're going to be cut off. That is a good siege tactic. Uh, you're like it's not, the, it's not the worst I've seen. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die from somebody who knows what uh, they're doing. You you didn't declare that you were gonna take a, a look at the uh, at the the drawing in the dirt that the uh, made. I thought oh, I had... what's her name did. No, yeah. I made a point of saying that Amara memorized the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but she yeah. no longer with you. She. Yeah, I thought she. Would I remember be with thinking us. that I was going to uh, memorize the thing, but then she didn't. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, she's got it covered. We don't need to. Oh wait, she went the yeah. other way. Damn it. So, um, wait, is this a one-way um, scry thingy? Could you like <laughs> ask her? No, it, this is a this is a camera with zoom. Mm. <laughs> uh, I can yell. Yeah, this, this is the telescope. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. So, uh, and so you're also able to look over at Watergo if you want. You can also look at, um, you, you can look at all the different places in uh, in South Andrea. You can look at Grundal. Uh, uh, look- I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm sorry, a... did you say we want to look at the Grundal? No thanks. No Brundal. It's, uh, it's the Dwarven Grand Hall that is actually It's a Dwarf's Grendel. Short. I, I've been waiting like four episodes to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a quick look Patience. at the um, the halfling place just to make sure it's not like siege. <laughs> yeah. Overrun and on fire. Yeah. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> cool. Frodo's fine. There are people who are coming in, and for whatever reason, the goblins have a lot more focus in this endeavor than they typically would. So you're not seeing any uh, goblins running amok or pillaging. Uh, all the goblins are forming these these very tight, massed ranks around Aventale Hamlet. And so there are there are none in Wensleyshire. So the people who are being turned away at the gates and being are, are being told to go over to the halfling shire, uh, actually, seems like pretty pretty good idea. And mm-hmm. uh, and there are people who are coming in with oxen and pigs and baskets full of chickens and anything else they can carry. Tools. You see a lot of people with wheelbarrows filled with turnips, and then and then shovels and other things. And they're just everybody's bringing whatever valuables they can um, to escape the the the, um, the carnage, the the pending carnage. Mm. Um, and so you would probably be able to find shelter in Wensleyshire if that's what you're looking for. Uh, let's take a look at uh, Watergo. Uh, Habrea, do you know what this uh, vampire dude looks like? No, I'm not suggesting uh, that all vampires know each other or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I know this one. I know this one quite well, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, I was just about to say, don't make assumptions, <laughs> man. You don't all. Oh, never mind. You did go to middle school with him. <laughs> uh, no, well, in this case, I do in fact know quite well. He's the reason why I'm here today, and the reason why. I drink what I drink, 
Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking back and forth. He, the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 oh. It takes a while. <laughs> I'm slow. It's like I. So good. Yeah, let's just have a look at Watergo and you can see if you can spot mm -hmm. him amongst the trolls. Yeah. What if he'd show himself? But he seems quite cocky, so. You, um. Give me a luck roll. Just a d6. Me or Devin? Whoever wants to look through the through the glass. Well, well, uh, since it makes sense for me to look for him, I'll, I'll do it. Three. You you see a lot of trolls uh, mm -hmm. that are kind of lumbering around. Um, water go, which has been named by trolls, is just the place where the water goes. It's there's, there's a bridge uh, that's been broken like centuries ago. This thing has crumbled, um, and so it's just trolls who are kind of lumbering around in a in a shallow um, uh, stretch of water and. Mm. You know, but you do notice that some of these trolls are, are not looking very good. Um, instead of having that sort of healthy, albeit kind of gross, green, patchy, blotchy, sometimes purplish look to them, um, some of them are distinctly gray and almost mm. white. It's oil uh, and vampire trolls and are shambling. Oh, no. Maybe there's zombie uh, trolls. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah, some of them you you can see that the that the flesh is actually um, not... actually sunken away so much that you can see the shoulder blades are kind of sticking out. Um, or like half the face is kind of sagged right off, and there's there's bone. So, um, uh, but they appear to be acting as regular trolls, which is to say, wandering around looking for things to eat. So. Mm. I guess being dead doesn't really change their uh, modus operandi much. Eat. <laughs> uh, but so aside from the broken down bridge, there's no like living structures like where people would be, or one where one might gather. Uh, just the trolls. Uh, you guys all know this. This is just this is just something that you would know by living in the world. I mean, perhaps Elroy doesn't know this because he's. He's from other. He's from parts unknown um, mm. that he doesn't. He himself does not know. But uh, troll culture is to to dig a, a hole in in the dirt uh, and mm. and light fires and then roll really hot rocks into the into the hole and fill it with water so that it's just boiling mud and then they just boil, you know, whatever roadkill or or you know things they've managed to smash and kill and they just boil it all in mud and then they just drink mud soup and they. Um, you know, uh, it's it can be a little bit communal, but then they also fight each other, and so they mm. don't build structures. They don't tend to build things. Uh, they have a fairly um, uh, flat society. You know, there there's no or, or there's no nobility amongst trolls. They uh, the the bigger ones tend to fare better. The smaller ones tend to fare Except worse. Except for the queen troll, she just slays. <laughs> It's the hair. Yeah. <clears throat> that was so, another run. Um, I passed through there as part of the caravan a long time ago. These trolls are different. They, these ones are all pale. <laughs> the ones I saw, they man, they 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 rocked. 
So these are more like grunge trolls as opposed to rock and roll mm. trolls. Ah, okay. Anyway, so like early so, '90s trolls. Yeah. So uh, mosh pit <laughs> trolls. So what? Uh, uh, to be what fair, I think mean? every troll is a mosh pit troll. Let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate. Okay. So what do you want to do? You're full now, by the way. Great. Uh, yeah, let's go to uh, Winslisher and uh, try to get ourselves smuggled into uh, Aventail. Perfect. Sounds good to me. You guys seem to have a better handle on these kinds of things. I'll do the character voice a little more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll get my I did want we'll to make grab... plans and you stay in character. I did want to grab a couple of things before we go. Um, if that's okay, I just want to kind of grab some restock, some supplies, make sure my, uh, my bottles and potions and tinctures are all set. That's a great idea. Um, and then John just like scoops like all the food that Kemet uh, had like given us into like a little uh, a little bindle. So it's like grapes and stems and crackers and bits of cheese and like ham, all just kind of like tied up in a sack. Hmm. Thanks. Oh, I think we just lost Bo. Oh no, he just said he's oh, gonna be right there. Okay, now. cool, cool, cool. I didn't see that. All right. So, all right. I'll just narrate. Bo can catch up. Um, you stock up with whatever it is you you need, and Hemat is perfectly happy to to have you do this. And he um, <clears throat> he ushers you out, and you head down the the rope ladder. Uh, as you're leaving, you catch a glimpse of the airship that the golems are working on. Doesn't look like much. Looks like rowboat size. And uh and but it, it definitely has some kind of mechanism um that's being assembled inside sort of like a nice brass um set of um tubes and, and um pipes and you know various things leading to the, the float stone which has been properly installed um in the the base of this of this craft but pretty far from ready. And you uh, you head down the rope ladder and you head off towards the west and you find your passage is unimpeded by any goblin activity, no monsters. Um, there are some people who are coming and going. You see them, some of them are, are pretty distressed. Uh, of course, they've had to leave their homes. They, they assume that the goblins are gonna tear down their windmills to, to get rocks for their their catapults. You assume that um, they've had to leave behind stores of grain and other things that they can't carry. I mean, it's going to be a tough winter. This is how medieval warfare goes. It's you know people who get killed in the battle, and then there's the winter that comes, and that's that can be the most dangerous. So they're Don't forget they're the doing disease. the best they can. The disease yeah, is great yeah. too. Fair enough. And plenty All of corpses to eat. Misery. So they're doing their best to avoid this misery by heading into the, the Halfling Shire. You get there, and it is a um, it is a prosperous-looking Halfling Shire. There are a number of these um, Halfling burrows. You know, they have that that sort of that hill-shaped structure with a nice round wooden door, um, and sometimes nice round little windows that that pop out of the the hills. Um, sheep are you know, good fat woolly sheep 
uh, are grazing up and over and on top of uh, these homesteads. And uh, there are, um, you know, all the, the walkways are nicely paved with, with river stones and there are sort of gardens that seem to be well cupped up. Uh, and there are quite a number of, um, of these signposts, like just an, too many signposts, frankly, um, because every little tiny curved lane and, uh, and nook has its own name and they're all like, you know, they're all um, thistle down like nook and, uh, and acorn squash lane and all that kind of stuff. And there are halflings out there who are actually helping people to unload some of their stuff and are being quite accommodating. Um, and, uh, and, you know, things seems to be going pretty well. You could probably stop here at, uh, at an inn. I'm sure you could find one. You probably have to duck a little bit to get through the door. Um, that meat, sure maybe. Could... Yeah, that's true. I'm sure you could find a tavern where you could wet your whistle with some, you know, classic halfling cider, you know, the really strong stuff. Mm, um, and the there's a halfling, Yeah. Um, or you could go straight away to start asking around about um, your mission. So what do you want to do? I would say the best way to go about asking around about our mission is Fennec would obviously be well known to the local tavern keeper. So let's go get some halfling ale or the halfling cider and ask about Fennec there. Hmm. Fair enough. So you you head on into what is very clearly marked as the inn uh, because it's a fairly small shire, so they don't necessarily need to to name any of their things. So uh, <laughs> every street has a name, but every building is just what is. It is the thing, right? This is the this is the inn. So you you duck into this this nice round door. And there's a lot of half of music going on. There's those little wheezing accordions. Um, and there are, there are halflings who are, um, you know, wearing um, sort of wooden soled shoes who are jumping up on tables and they're dancing. And they're, they're sort of locked arms doing jigs and things like that. You'd think that there wasn't a siege going on, basically. Um, and part of you just wants to give them a slap and just like, what are you doing? Uh, but the halflings are, are laughing. They're singing some jaunty and, and uh, irreverent songs. Um, some, of them, some of them about the king. Uh, some of them about, um, uh, you know, uh, escapades uh, of, a, uh, of, of, a, of a naughty nature. Um, and it, it tends to be pretty jovial. I like, this, town. I like <laughs> this place a lot. I can look people in the eye. They have <laughs> pints. Yeah, they, they've got pint. nice little half pints. Half pints of cider. There's a uh, there's a famous um, uh, shire called Cidershire, um, <laughs> which is the the cider there is sure, and it is a shire, so it's Cidershire, and Cider you can get some you can get some Cidershire cider, uh, and uh, and it, it costs you you know uh, just a just a couple of coppers, and um, and so you start downing these. And people, um, you know, they, they're sort of, they're sweating, they're out of breath, they've been dancing, they've been doing jigs, they've been trying to keep keep up with the uh, with the rhythm and stay in tune, not necessarily successfully. And they come by onto, onto the bar, uh, and there's a bunch of them, and you sort of introduce yourself. Um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a halfling uh, man named Mitt, 
um, and his, his friend Baisley. Um, they're both courting a halfling named Maeve. Um, and then there's another halfling uh, lady who's jealous. Her name is Twyla. And, you know, you, you can very easily find yourselves just sucked into the the day-to-day of these goings-on. Do you? What do you ask them? Can I live here forever? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a good zone. <laughs> as much as I would love to spend all day uh, watching this going on, it's like a telenovela. It's haven't been invented in this world. <laughs> I'm looking for a, not looking not for a, a guy named Fennec. Oh, yeah. Anybody know oh, Fennec? So, so uh, when you ask that, um, the, 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 the air is sort of like just kind of wheezes out of the accordion and some of the people who are dancing are just like they kind of miss a beat and they kind of stumble and like one of the tables actually kind of scoots as they're dancing on it uh and then they kind of look around and they're all kind of grinning that grin they're like we know a secret and these guys don't because they're tall fellas and they're dumb yeah uh, those except tall for they dummies. don't know Finnick is dead yeah <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> did Fennec like give us anything to like I'm trying to remember if he, did he like tell us a way to find him in the he just said ask for Fennec okay and so <clears throat> and so the music starts up again and uh, <clears throat> and a halfling kind of sidles up to the bar uh, and he's got a he's got a, a half pint of, of cider and uh, he introduces himself as Alfie, and he says, uh, "Oh, so I heard you said you were looking for somebody named Finnick. How do you know Finnick?" Uh, we had some business on the water, and uh, we're looking to uh, take a ride, but not a metaphysical one—an actual, literal ride. A ride? Where would you think you'd be going to on this not so metaphysical ride? Uh, just up to Aventale. Nothing far, nothing dangerous. And he, like, he sort of sprays his side, and he's like, <laughs> You say, you want to go to Aventale? What would you want to be going to Aventale for? We're, we're gonna stop the apocalypse. <laughs> My friend here means that we're going to, um, we've got business interests. And uh, and it would definitely be in everybody's, uh, yeah, you know, a place that desperately needs something will pay a good coin for it. This is true. <clears throat> so he basically tells you to go round back, and he says you'll see somebody there, uh, and tell him Alfie said that he's looking for Finnick, uh, and so you go round back. And there's this halfling woman who's there, and she's smoking a pipe. Uh, and she's like, the name's Sinead. What are you doing back here? And you have to be like, Alfie sent me. I'm looking for Finnick. And and this, like, daisy chain goes by, like, several different spots. Like, you have to go to, like, this alley. No, the whole town. Like, this nook. So Maeve told us that Connor told us that Sean told yeah, us yeah. that Lawrence but told not us not Jerry, that... he's an asshole. And so eventually eventually you're walking along 
and you hear a whistle and uh there's finnick and uh he kind of like head points to like behind a little livery where there's some horses that have been tied up you know shire ponies right mm. like to to actually like not be seen behind a shire pony you have to like duck but a halfling doesn't and of course elroy doesn't because he yeah, is baby. Anyway, so you head back behind the shire ponies, and <laughs> Fennec is like, is like, I hear you've been looking for me. What, whatever, what are you looking for? We're looking for stealthy passage into Aventale. And he goes, you know, oh, guy. Oh, that's going to be very hard. I mean, I know that's I. Why we came you. to you? Because you're the I best. I know I owe you. A you're favor, the best. Of the best. But... I was thinking, you know, you'd want, I don't know, some kind of discount on something, but to get, oh my, that's going to be really difficult. And he says, okay, I think I know a way. Uh, and he, he describes a plan to you where he says, okay, so I've got this fairy mist. You remember, it's sort of a narcotic mist it makes things kind of sleepy kind of hallucinate dream a little bit um so he says you know what we can do we can take the boat in and as we get closer to aventale we can pour some of that mist into the water so that we're kind of cloaked you know the mist will kind of envelop us and you guys just need to hold some wet scarves or something to your mouths and noses uh, so that you don't breathe any of this in. And any goblins or whatever that might be around will probably just have a sort of a nice dreamy nap. Um, and then we murder and they, them. Well, you could get out and murder them, or you could stay on task. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's harder than he it says, sounds for this group. <clears throat> it really says, is. Once the walls are all sealed up, um, you can't get in or out, except... And he tells you, he kind of like before he tells you this, and he says, he says, did you know that a long time ago, before they built Aventale, there used to be a dwarven mine underneath the town. No it was shit. A, it was a useless mine, and it filled up with water, and nobody ever used it. But it can lead you from the river up into the castle. So uh. if you want, you can take this route. And he says, but I wouldn't recommend doing it without a guide. I've got a man on the inside. Well, not really a man, a Myrmidon. Uh. Um, you might have met him. Stinky fella. He's uh, he's the Night Carter. You might remember his mm. name was Wishwash. You did meet him. Um, oh, or at yeah. least you, you observed him. Um, and he sometimes uses the underground waterways to cart the night soil out of town. Um, and so he can give you um, some uh, some directions under there. Now, but... is there a kind of like code word or something to let him know that you're vouching for us because, you know, you owe these guys so much? Uh, uh, no, but you might have to pay him a little bit. <clears throat> um, so, you know, be prepared to... to drop your coin at the river sticks um when you do mm. eventually uh, meet up with wishwash but there's one wrinkle in this plan it's very dangerous because underneath these water caves there's something foul and rotten 
and and Finnick doesn't know what it is, but he says that him and all the people in his organization, legitimate business practice, mm-hmm. right? Naturally, they don't use these water caves unless they absolutely have to. You know, they prefer to go in through you know some other method, mm-hmm. but you can make it through. So. I'll- if we were to go down there and get rid of the stinking thing, uh, it would be a huge benefit to you and your business partners, though, wouldn't it? Well, that depends. If Aventail is completely destroyed, then no. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, that won't happen on my sundial, so... Oh. <laughs> Moondial, I guess. Um, how, long so... has, how long has the stinky thing been there, do you know? Probably longer than Aventail. Oh, okay, so it's not a newer thing. Truth. Some sort of okay. eldritch terror. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I'm going to give a pause. You guys can try to get into Aventail via this route, um, or you can try to go to Watergo. Um, it's up to you. Let's take the dangerous route. Yeah, let's do dangerous. Okay. Yeah. I'm smelling of yeah. danger. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's just when have a bath. Okay. I wonder how much of that moon mist it would take to take out the whole army. Yeah. Wait. Can I try to reverse engineer their moon mist? Ooh, oh, the come fairy mist? Sky? Fairy yeah. mist? Oh, yeah. The, the fairy mist is produced by the fairies. They're the only ones who know how to uh, do it. And uh, the way this, this crime syndicate works is they trade stuff to the fairies in, uh, in the fickle wood. The fairies give them fairy mist, which they then bottle and through alchemy cause to turn into a liquid form. Um, <laughs> and then they in turn bottle that as well. Um, and then they bring the uh, this the in, in big casks. They bring the mist to Aventale, and then through some contact in Aventale, they bring it back out of Aventale to places where this kind of stuff can be purchased um, for really good coin. It mm. is one of the reasons why um, everybody around is is actually doing quite well. There's a lot of money um, that's mm. flowing into uh, Wensleyshire. And also into Aventail, um, because this mist is uh, is um, being shipped out. Rugs are great, guys. <laughs> so then, do most people in this town is that their business? Uh, in, you mean in Wensleyshire? Yeah. No, but I think I think there's a, a bit of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink that they know what's gotcha. going on. Okay. It's like being in Salmon Arm in BC, like in, <laughs> you know, the early 2000s. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Could there be some weed being grown around here? I don't know. What are you talking about? find Let some. Step past the shrub. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, uh, so you want to go with this plan? Yes. I'd say we do it. Okay. Feeling saucy. Um, so, yeah. It's all the drinking uh-huh. you've been doing. I had a yeah. single half bite. Pork sauce. Huh. Not that so, kind of uh, drinking. That sounded really, that sounded, that sounded really oh. bad, actually. 
So Finnick um, has has an adventurous side, and the minute you you say you're going to do this, uh, he's like he's like, you know what? This is good. Let's do this. All right, I'm up. I'm <laughs> game. I'm up for it. Uh, so yeah. he gets into his little his little punting craft, and you guys get onto it. It's a little wobbly, um, and he lashes a couple of these little casks, um, these small firkins, onto it. And you <laughs> this can guy's hear the, crazier the than you are washing around inside <laughs> um and he's like and he's like okay so when i give the signal you bust open these casks and pour them one to port and the other to starboard and uh and so he starts punting you down the the umber river and he's which, totally which, one's, black. which one's port which one i'll figure it out <laughs> whichever direction okay. i go you go the other way yeah. <laughs> that's like that's line. good that's helpful <laughs> I can do that. And uh, um, and John will make sure that they all have like a, a wet handkerchief to put over their faces. Yeah. Now, it is night. As you're punting down the river, you can hear more and more goblins just beating on their their drums. And, and and as I've described in the past, this isn't like a like a steady like orc war drum. This is like a right exactly and at the same time without any real harmony or rhythm they're going like right and they're all sort of gathering and as you are punting down the river you see that they have that they have trolls there are trolls who are who are dragging these long carts, sort of very long bedded carts, and the carts have food, the carts have very large rocks, the carts have other things that uh, that might come in handy, um, you know, small lead balls for uh, for slings, um, all kinds of stuff, mm. and uh, and the trolls. Who have been harnessed to these long, long bedded carts are just lumbering towards uh, the the castle walls. And so, at a certain point, um, Finnick is like, "It's like, okay, okay, now, now, now." And you you break open the the casks and you pour them in on both sides, and this this beautiful twinkly mist kind of just comes right out of the water and it's almost like you can hear a Mask. harp. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can yeah. hear a harp when this thing pours in. Uh and it's like and as you look around you can sort of see the shapes of some goblins in the mist being like and like lying <laughs> down or some of them start to just like like do an interpretive dance for no reason. Right? Like <laughs> You know, some of them are waltzing with like, with nothing. You know, they just uh, they they seem pretty happy actually. Um, and you you come upon this um, this thick, um, brambly uh, bush that's sort of by the side of the castle, and the water sort of runs past it, but also separates and runs straight into that bush. And it's very, very well concealed. Like you wouldn't even notice this if you were going around the castle walls uh, to try to repair them, because it actually the water is is sort of flowing down underneath the wall. 
and <clears throat> you're you're not really able to stand up and the boat can't go there uh and so finnick is like it's like now now's your chance head straight down there head towards the lights and pray that wishwash is there and if he is give him some good coin and tell him that finnick sent you and well, he's like when... all right i gotta go what if he's well, not, not <laughs> Yeah, so so he he punts away as fast as his little arms will uh, will take him, um, and you guys um, basically have to like water slide down um, beneath this castle, and we, you... <clears throat> yeah, we. so you head down, Woo-hoo. and uh, hanging up on a uh, like a a metal stake with a bit of a, a hook is an alchemical lamp that lights up a. A dripping grotto and it is like it is very wet and it has like a, a cold dampness and mm. you look around and you don't see wish wash but what you do see is a bunch of like mushrooms growing in the walls um little like just sort of white capped mushrooms that are growing of various sizes and uh they're growing in the walls and you you look around and you see what appear to be uh, dwarven structures sort of carved uh, straight into the raw stone. And there are sort of pillars, very squarish, blocky pillars holding up um, this, this tunnel. Um, but the tunnel is quite low, so you're going to have to duck. And you start exploring. Um, do you guys want to take a quick pit stop? Just take a break now before we... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, creepy. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. If you want to hang out, don't forget you can always say hey in the chats, and we'll see everybody in a little bit. Be right back. Be right back. is a good chance for me to mention that uh, a lot of our music is Sirenscape, so shout out to them, uh, but also Creative Commons music and le- all of it is attributed in the live stream on the video, so we've got a scroll and credits at the end alright and we are coming back, welcome back thank you for the short break and uh, um, oh don't forget Later on today, we do have to pick an episode name. I forgot to do that last time, so I just picked a name. Sorry. Mm. You don't want my choice. Was it want... uh, Drypole? No, that was the one before. <laughs> ah. Ah, last okay. time was Revelations, because we found out about Mr. Bitey Neck Guy. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. I think Mr. Bitey Neck Guy would actually be more in Ooh, keeping. I can retroactively change called. that. So yeah. episode three is now going to be called uh, Mr. Bitey Neck. Mr. Bitey, Bitey Neck, Neck Guy. Well, Ideally, it's, it's been like a 1950s bebop, uh, shubop, shawapsha song. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's do this thing. Let's, let's get killed. <clears throat> you start heading down into this tunnel. And some of you, I believe, have dungeoneering kits or adventuring kits. So you should have. Uh, I do. Porches. I 
can seem dark, <laughs> I think. I have a warrior kit, but it does have a torch, so I will uh, pull that out and light it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, farther from, from that lamp. There's there's definitely the smell of night soil, but you don't see the Myrmidon wishwash anywhere. Hmm. There. Hello. And this and this tunnel seems to be leading down, down, down. There are some branches, and you sort of branch off and you look, but they just run straight into water. Like basically, they just they run off at an angle, and then the rest of the tunnel is submerged. So you you double back, you try and stay within the air, and you notice as you wave the torch back and forth around this this tunnel that there's more and more mushroom growth on the walls. Uh, the mushrooms, some of them are are big, like big as watermelons, these caps. And they're of unusual shapes and colors as well. Um, typically the mushrooms you would see- M-O-U-S's. The... Mushrooms well, of unusual size. Mushrooms of unusual size. <laughs> <It's> the mouses. <laughs> um, Typically, you would see mushrooms with a with a very circular cap, um, but uh, many of these have that kind of moral-looking uh, wrinkle to them. Some of them even have like a star shape or an umbrella shape hmm. uh, exterior. I think I that have one's always rich. hated mushrooms. Some that one's spotted. rich for her pleasure. They're multicolored. Uh, and they're growing down out of the ceiling, they're growing up out of the floor, they're growing up out of the walls, and you find yourself stepping on and around them, and they're, they're, they're spongy, they're, they're rubbery, and, uh, and some of them are quite tough. Um, uh, I'm gonna put my, uh, my damp handkerchief back over my mouth in case there's, like, spores yeah, coming into this a, shit. Not a bad idea. Elroy, you gonna do the same? I'll, I'll be the canary. <laughs> canary in the mine. Okay. Well, you are the smallest and weakest of us, so if you, if you die, we'll know to turn back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you duck, oh, no. <laughs> you duck so. down under a uh, under a sort of a low ceiling point, and when you stand up on the other side, you, you realize, oh, you, you can actually stand up at a comfortable height, and you realize that there's this great big dome um and there's there's a there's a crack in the dome if you hold up the the torch you can see all the way to the top and there's a crack and the water is kind of dribbling along the ceiling you know when a, a small amount of water is um is dribbling it kind of does like a snake pattern on the wall and the snake pattern has obviously been there for a long time because you can see a lot of sediment um, you can even see some some stalactites and stalagmites kind of reaching down and then reaching back up again to touch, almost touching. And of course, there's just a, um, a profusion of mushrooms growing out of that area where there's dampness and all along the floor. And you suddenly notice that you can hear like a breathing sound. It's almost just like a, a low heaving. And looking around the room you you see that this this enclosure which is dome shaped it's really only a half dome because oh, there's no. blocked off 
but actually it's it's not blocked off. There's just a there's just a pile of mushroom mass. And that pile actually seems to have a bit of a shape. It's almost it's almost a little bit animal shaped. Almost like a big crocodile. Only it's completely composed of these uh, of these mushrooms and it has a long, long tail and it doesn't appear to have any facial features other than these these dark, dark purple mushrooms that are spotted and speckled all along the top and underneath it seems to be just this very sickly white color and also beneath it it has just these this beard of mycelium threads you know the the actual um living organism of mushroom matter which is just you know this thread that snakes all the way through the soil mm. it seems to be just hanging off of it like uh like cobwebs or a beard and this thing seems to be sort of shifting a little bit um Roll intelligence to see whether you know what this thing is. And because Ooh. John Donnellan is a fighter, he can roll with advantage. Nine. I rolled two ones. So that's good to get out of the way. That's four. I also crit failed. Um, for the nine, I'm going to say that Lahabria notes that this is a fungusaur. Fungusaur. And a fungusaur, um, which appears in the monster manual, um, a fungusaur is, legend has it, the, the product of a, uh, an evil war between the wood woeses and the elves. Now, whether it was the wood elves or the dark elves, matter of some historical debate, but when the elves massacred uh, wood woeses and dump them into a mass grave. You'll recall wood woeses are a, uh, a sort of a fey creature that is very tree-like. Mm. When they dump them into a mass grave and curse them, um, fungusaurs began to emerge from that rotting mass grave of fey creatures. Uh, and that's where the first fungusaurs came about. I'm uh, super bummed out that you said that. <laughs> She's in a balcony, and I'm like, oh, it's a... I'm Hi. sorry. Hi. Dog it. Hi. Howdy. I like the Nick Cage. I like the Nick Cage shirt. They enjoy your sweater, my love. Thank you. <laughs> I accidentally uh -huh. spoiled the movie that they are watching. <gasps> Not um, great. So, uh, you know this is a fungusaur. You know they're very dangerous. You know that they mm. emit spores Ooh. that, if inhaled, um, could be a very significant problem for non-vampires. Vampires aren't affected by the spore cloud because you're oh, not really Oh, come on. Yes! Finally, it pays off. <laughs> yeah, but you might have lungs that eventually fill with <laughs> mushrooms because you're not doing anything with them, and then one day you'll be like, anyway, just uh, mushrooms. <laughs> and that's where tuberculosis came from. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, the fungusaur hasn't noticed you yet, but if you're going to want to get to the other side of this chamber, you're going to need to, like, move its tail or something like that. So 
decide what you want to do. You can turn back. You can try to, like, I don't know, find some way to trick it. You guys will all start with your EP if you're going to uh, if, if you're going to attack it. Um, but it's uh, it's up to you. The fungusaur seems to be in a kind of a, a dormant state, mm. almost like it's just it's just feeding off the the festering of, uh, of, of you know the stuff that's down here. So we need to move its tail in order to get past. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, to, to the other side of the room, frankly. Mm. Do we okay. have any like rope? I might. Uh. I think that that more than uh, I think that most of you have rope in your in your kits. Although I think Lahabria has like a scholar's kit or something. Yes, I don't think I do. Mm, I have a traveler's kit. Yeah, my my thinking is like uh, put some rope around um, one of the stalactites or stalagmites. Mm. That is the opposite direction that we want to be in. Then we all give it a mighty tug. It'll make a big noise. It'll fall down. The thing will move toward that noise and then we can ski-daddle through the hole before it's none the wiser? Before we do that, from what I would know, are are they intelligent in any way? Or are they like animals, essentially? They, they're not animals. They're classified uh, they're, they're the different classes of, of mm -hmm. monsters and they're classified under weird. Um, weird, so okay. You don't you don't really know what they are okay. thinking. They're, they're the product of some significant historical misadventure, and yeah. you don't know if they you don't know if they particularly hate elves. Like that's also a possibility. Mm, yeah. Well, thank but goodness yeah. there's no elves around here. Just a couple <laughs> of you. Oh. What uh, else? Yeah. Ooh, right. yeah. Okay, um, so new plan. Brea makes the uh, the distraction because he can't be hurt by the spores. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I still like the the stalactite idea. Uh, or stalagmite. Yeah, either one. One of the one of the you know ones that hang down, perhaps. Oh, um, oh no. Stalact yeah, it's, it's... Stalactites hang down. Stalagmites go up. Yeah, so they what's hold the ones on tight. From, hang from the side. Um, so I will. Hang from the side. Yes, it's side. Those are just the... teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We're inside this thing. Oh no. Um. Yeah. So I'll try to. Well, yeah, let's 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 rope up um a hanging down bit of okay. rock and see if we can um pry it loose. Okay. Um, that seems like a reasonable idea to me. Give me a stealth check to show me that you're going to be able to do this without okay. causing a huge racket. Ooh, uh, um, John is going to stay behind while the two sneaky ones go and do all the tying up. <laughs> did you declare Nine. that before you rolled? or I did. I, I did not. Uh, yeah, I haven't rolled anything. <laughs> well, you got a zero? or? <laughs> <laughs> Nine. I oh, got okay, so. a seven. I only rolled a two. <laughs> Ooh, dang, you're uh, you're right. Oh wait, well, it's dex or able. int. The lower Tipper's of the lower. two. The lower. Oh, okay, off. so then it's only a six. What? So you uh, you're able to stealthily navigate around this chamber. 
What appears to be a a, uh, a very fragile-looking limestone stalactite. You're going to give it a pull, and it's going to fall. Give me a strength check. Okay. Uh, both of us are just myself. Uh, I crit, um, whoever... so 11. Okay, so... So Normalman is basically like, I'll handle this, pulls on the rope with like one arm, and the thing kind of breaks, crumbles, and falls, and hits the hits the floor, um, shatters, lots of debris, um, sort of like limestone dust. And you see the, the fungusaur raise up its head, and and you can see for the for the first time. Uh, this this mouth is this very wide mouth. It's not like a dragon that has sort of like a, a longish snout. The fungusaur has more of like a very wide mouth and uh, and it opens it up and inside that wide mouth are what appear to be more mushrooms, but the mushrooms are uh, spikes. Like they're just sharp mushrooms that are just growing up out of its uh, out of its jaw and it opens it up and it kind of like grins at uh, at this noise and as it's sweeping over you can see all of its sort of dangling threads uh, that are hanging down the mycelium threads and it's sort of passed around and its body starts to to shift and you can hear all this sort of scraping against the floor and mushrooms being kind of like plucked from wherever they were and it it stands up and it starts to move but it's still in the way of the the door um it's going to spot you pretty soon so if you want to try to like get around it you can try to roll stealth um but uh but there's a chance that you will get spotted uh, so everybody roll stealth. Alright, I'm stealthing it up. Nine. Eight. Zero. Oh no. Alright, so, um, it's, it spots you and immediately you can hear it's not like a roar that comes from vocal cords it sounds more like a like this gross boiling sound inside it like it's a very like liquid like just air being forced through liquid like it's and it's it sort of moves its body over towards you so that it's facing you and it emits this roar which is just air being forced through these you know these various mushroom shaped sharp teeth and uh and it attacks since you did still kind of have the drop on it i'm going to give you first round um and you also have your ep so pcs go and tell me turn order I think Leroy like, or Elroy should go last. Because yeah. We need a heal. Yeah. I think it's good for me to start because I can mess up my charm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we said we do have our EP for this first round. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to mesmerize it. It probably won't take care of all of its actions, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, so that is a 
Eight versus Will. Um, I rolled Will eight, but oh, dang. the Fungusaur is immune to stench, psionic, fear, oh. telekinesis, charm, and mesmerize. Interesting. So hmm. do I like? Do I feel something as it's like not working, or is it? Uh, it just doesn't yeah, work. You, you feel like uh, like you feel like it's not working. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a failure. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, like versus. I know this like, feeling. Does, like someone's better at it versus it, it can't even. It doesn't. Yeah, do no. You you detect that like it's almost as if you're reaching out and there's just no mind. Ah, uh, okay. Like it's well. It's next the time. Same thing. It's the same thing as if you were to try to like mesmerize like. Uh, or charm a skeleton. Like, there's just, right. there's nothing there. Like, right, right. Just... Well, that was my turn. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna drop the torch and rush it with my brass knuckles and try <laughs> to punch it in its little um, cap area. Oh, right in the cap. Oh, that's the worst place to get hit. Uh, so it's a crit and a uh, crit and ten. Ten is a hit. Okay. So got too many things. Uh, so fourteen. 18. Oh, max damage. Uh, 22 damage. Dang, Damn. Nice start. Just goosh, goosh in the face. I love you. I said I love you, Richard. Oh. Then... Oh, good. So this uh, is uh, a hot chocolate made with... Uh, uh, foamed milk from our espresso machine. Ah, uh, nice. Fancy. Nice. All and right. I do uh, want to shout uh, out the mug. That's a nice mug. Uh, Devin's drinking from blood. a mug that says vampire blood. <laughs> Sorry, Bo. Um, uh, so that's Normalman's turn. Elroy, what are you going to do? Oh, 22 points. Did it look like that hurt the thing, or is it just kind of laughing? Uh, it hurts, but yeah, I, I totally ruptured a few uh, bulbous caps. Yeah, but uh, it's it's not bloody. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna furiously <laughs> Google like mushroom parts for description. That, this is what AI is for. Um, all right, uh, I'm going to. Um, you know what? Let's let's go for it. I'm gonna bust out the. The uh, blunderbuss, and uh, I'm gonna Ooh. scurry as close to I can, try to get to where we're going. If I can, while it's tied up, get a little distance and scoot by. Um, mm -hmm. And if I have time, I'll turn around and shoot at the thing. Once I get to kind of the exit, you can definitely shoot it no matter what. Like, don't not shoot it. Just yeah. yeah. I, but I want to get where I'm going first. Do I don't care. Shoot it. Shoot, her. shoot her. That's a crit. So nice. um, that's going to be a lot to hit. Uh, and that's going to be 15 plus a D8. 
Oh. Uh, Max damage. Uh, okay. So that's so 23. 23 points of damage. Do I get any extra dice on a crit, or is that just it? No. So it's just, it's auto-max. Uh, right. Yeah, because uh, firearms are basically treated as a spell, there's no... Um, uh, there, there's no sort of crit. It's you're you're still rolling versus you're not rolling versus defense. You're rolling against its decks. Mm. Um, uh, but I assume that if you crit, uh, and I actually rolled, I rolled a one, so you <laughs> definitely would have hit. So anyway, I mean I'm the recording. giant mushroom monster can't beat an eleven decks. <laughs> I do want to point out my son's toy is right here, so uh, I get to <laughs> I get cool. to reenact this. <laughs> Except wow, it would be a that's... very loud boom. That's a nice <laughs> nerf gun. Um, yeah, especially in this enclosure, like it'd be like um, because you're, you know, you're in a dome. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so you've definitely gotten its attention, and it is pissed. Um, it might be that it has not been disturbed like this in like fifty years. Um, it's just been content to sort of like feed off the rot and detritus of anything that sort of washed down into this place, be it, you know, animal or, you know, uh, a person or whatever, but, um, but it's pissed. So it, the first thing it's going to try and do is bite, um, and it's going to try to bite Normalman, uh, and it critted. And so it's going to do 29 damage. Uh, just, I mean, you went boosh, boosh in its face, so it just went crunch. And it chomped on you. Um, I have to roll a d4 for this next thing to do. Um, the spore cloud um, is having a little bit of difficulty getting going. Um, it releases spores and it goes poof. Oh, but the spores mostly dissipate in the air um, before reaching Lahabria. Lahabria would have to roll con eight or suffer Ooh. hallucinations, but because he is a vampire, he doesn't have to. Uh, and then the last thing it's going to do is it's going to tail swipe. So I need to see a dex roll of eight from each of Elroy and Lahabria. Whoa! Yeah. All right. So it's basically like with its tail. Seven. I got eight. Um, Lahabria is going to take seventeen damage. Holy oh. crap! All right. Things big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can it fit through the hole we're trying to get to? No, it can't. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it still in our way? Uh, yes, it is. Um, <clears throat> um, you can figure out how you want to deal with that. Um, yeah. It is top of the round, La Habria. All right, we'll see if I get EP. Not that I can... Do I get EP? Um... <laughs> oh, it is organic if you want to try to bite it. Yeah, I might. Bring some mushroom blood. Yeah, maybe not this Maybe, maybe not mushroom this turn. Mushroom juice. But, uh, <laughs> next, turn for, next turn for sure. Okay, good. Awesome. I just want to make sure that you do eat some mushroom. I think it's important. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> uh, part of balanced uh, vampire diet. Uh, so that is a crit, a crit and a nine the vegetarian hits. vampires. Both are hits. Excellent. 
Uh, so that is 12 plus... Why can I never find my dang d8s? Curse be killed. What? Come on. Uh, 18 damage. Total. For two, to, for two attacks. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Normalman. I am chugging a healing potion. Smart. That is barely anything. <laughs> uh, and oh, I have my EP again. So I'm going to up my hit and defense and give it two more solid punches uh, with a 12 and a 11 to hit. Oh, and that is 21 damage. Alright. 20% there, guys. Just and do this. <laughs> <laughs> you've, dealt, you've dealt 84 damage to this thing, so... Whoa. Uh, so that's, that's, bad. that's a lot. Considering uh, it's just the three of us, that ain't bad. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> your your healing uh, abilities with this particular team <laughs> somewhat lacking. Uh, I'll the heal yeah. eventually. Okay, not this round though. No. Oh, sorry. Is it my turn? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I did not get EP, so I See, will not be on. healing you this time. Um, I can't <laughs> throw shoot. a rock at it. I can't shoot my gun. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll throw my rock at it, and I'm going to um, sling it, just trying to clobber it with a sling. It's the other end of the blunderbuss, so on one end, like, the the kind of Y shape of the slingshot is actually uh -huh. the, the shoulder brace, and I just flip it uh -huh. over and, like, get a stone off the ground and... Um, that's going to be ten to hit. That's a hit. And four damage. Slightly less than last Good time. Job. And I'm going to scoot my way a little bit further back down the tunnel. Be like, guy, you should come down this way. We're going to die. <laughs> so, um, Elroy is no longer within striking range of Ooh, the was an option because he's in the small <laughs> tunnel. What's that? Uh, that was an option? <laughs> Yeah, you, I told you you had to duck to get into this thing. Oh. Um, oh which means that times. the Fungator is attacking um, Normalman with a 11 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, oh, and that's oh. the bite attempt again. Oh. That's 29 damage. I'm down. Crunch, crunch. Uh, okay. Um, the spore cloud again is only sufficient to pump out enough to target Lahabria, who's still in the room. Um, and so Lahabria doesn't have to roll that. But Lahabria does have to roll for the tail swipe. Um, Dex 8. 8. 
That is not a dodge. Um, so you are going to take 20 damage. Oof. And oh, so boy. it basically catches you and just wings you into the wall. Uh, and then it's going to come still? in for the, for the yeah, kill. Okay. Okay, so uh, as it's coming in for the kill, it moves its whole body, and so there is actually uh, a a clear path to get to the like the, the the sort of the opening on the other side. So if you could like sub zero slide, you could like get through it. Um, but of course, uh, Normalman has been bitten twice and is now yeah. down. Um, so you're gonna have to do something. Um, I'm but replaceable. That that's the top of the round. No, you... you're the only one who's like immune to prophecy. Lahabria, you're up. Um, I do have some potions left, so could I get could I revive them or can bring them back to at least above zero? Well, yes, anybody can resuscitate. He hasn't been hard dropped. Um, right, okay. I think they're getting chewed on by a fungus for we be pretty hard but um but yeah you could basically like do like a swift like roll on the ground to get to him and be like Mm -hmm. and be like come on man come on okay would that count as a a full action um if you're going to both resuscitate and and douse him with a potion um then yes okay i'll do that full action yeah i'll do that uh so i'll use one of my potions i think it was 2d6 plus four uh, 2d4 guys. plus 4. Yeah. I got the I second. Mean, yes, it is 2d6 plus 4. No, I got the, I got the second one up, I think. The 2d6. Yeah, there's a there's a 2d4 plus 4 and then there's a 2d6 plus 6. Yeah, I got I got the slightly nicer one. Ah. Thank you. Uh so 15. And that is my turn. Up up and at him. Uh do I also get my will back? Um yes, you do. You get your will. You will survive. Huh? Shit. Um, but that is your turn. Like you spend the turn, like basically, yeah. like getting back up again. Elroy, what are you gonna do? Uh, what's the opposite of EP? <laughs> Physical education. Domestic. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't get EP, so the best I can do is uh, scramble for the the exit hole. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout at this thing and see if I can get its attention because I haven't been hit yet. I don't think. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna taunt it. Um, roll a d6 for your taunt luck. And roll roll play that shit some. You're gonna taunt a mushroom <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. What your do you say? Mother was an elderberry, and your father smelled of grapefruit. Probably. I got a six. Okay, hey, that's a that's a crit on your taunt. So I'm gonna say that you can use that and spend your entire action to just run, like just and run. And I'm doing from like one jumping, Very Mario with the raccoon suit. Yes, you can. You can do a little spin with the tail too, just like oh, in nice. midair, just spin around while you're. Cussing him out. As it should be. Let's be honest. Are you Wait. running away from the exit? No, I'm going towards no, the exit. Okay. He's trying to get to the exit. But I'm also trying to distract basically... as we go. 
So the, the oh, wait, I'm going to I'm going to try to bring it away like I'm not going to beeline straight for the exit. I'm going to like take a meandering route trying to get it to look the opposite side and then I like scoot under it and just generally be a target and then oh. then at the very end bolt for the exit. Okay. Um, and because you have done such a great job in getting its attention, uh, the fungusaur is going to target you with its bite attack. Um, um, Yay, we'll me. see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. You are jumping, spinning in the air, and you're going to make it to safety, and the fungusaur is going to try to bite you uh, as you are just spinning through its lair, cussing it out, talking about sauteed mushrooms. Uh, and it crits. You <laughs> would taste great with a steak. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, sorry. Good night. <laughs> Dip your waitress. <laughs> Do you have 100 uh, HP or you? <laughs> uh, sorry. It's, it, 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 like, I rolled max damage on this whole thing. You're getting 37 damage. I'm down. <laughs> oh, just snaps you in the air. I'm so weak. Just snaps you in the air. You're down. Um, spore cloud, let's see how many. Um... Oh, okay. Um, Normalman, you have to roll con eight or you're going to be hallucinating. Oh, man. I mean, there are worse ways to go. Eight. Oh, you're okay. Things are looking like the colors, like it's a little bit like Technicolor Dreamcoat right now. You're kind of like, oh, um, but you're still focused enough to like stay on. I got mission. the mask on. I'm good. Yes, you're a fighter, <laughs> right? You're a fighter. Um, and Lahabria doesn't have to roll that, um, but Lahabria does have to roll for the tail swipe as this thing is. Spinning around, trying to <laughs> trying to bite successfully, bite I should add, uh, Elroy, um, and so roll a Dex eight. Ha! I got it finally. Okay, so you like duck when you were supposed to duck, instead of jumping when you were supposed to duck. <laughs> <laughs> up down, up down, okay. left right, left right. Okay, baby, so baby. Uh, so now um, uh, uh, Lahabria and Normalman are up. The, the passage through is clear, but Elroy is down. Um, what are you gonna I'm do? I'm very small. You should be able to drag me. Could we? Could we grab like grab him? Um, you know what? Between the two of you, I think yes. I think you right. could probably run and grab him, and then with a little, you know what? I wouldn't even ask for a step for a strength check. I think you could okay. probably make it. Yeah, I got a strength of four. You got a, what's your strength, by the way, John? Five. Five. Yeah, we can look at this. Okay, I you can play both. catch with me. Yeah. I said we get uh, out of here. I, out of curiosity, um, are there like stalactites in this room? Uh, yeah. And how low is the ceiling? Um, um well, it's it's very high up in the middle. Okay, then never mind. You the top. You gonna, pun you gonna punch the ceiling? Come, come no, down. I was hoping I was gonna like <laughs> jump on its back. And like punch it in the back of the head until it rears up to get rid of me and uh, impales itself in a stalactite. Uh, but, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd but it's, pretty cool. it's not gonna work. It's, wanna, the room's too do big. Do you want to try that, or do you want to run? <laughs> well, the room is too big. I'm gonna run. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, one last time um, before you uh, before you escape, 
Um, I want everybody mm -hmm. to roll a con eight to resist the hallucinations. Me yeah. too. Um, I could be tripping even, balls while even I'm even Elroy, Nine. Even Mahabria. Oh, crit fail. Uh, con nine. Hold on one sec. What was that, my life? As Elroy uh, gasps away again, <laughs> you've lost a lot of blood. You've just been bitten by this thing. Its jaw is like significantly larger than your body, um, and uh, and so you've got a lot of broken ribs. You got a lot of lost blood. Um, but uh, but in the meantime, as you, I'm tripping now. <clears throat> as you yeah, as you guys are running towards this this exit, you just see this tongue loll out from the exit. Uh, and the tongue sort of bends to form like a like a staircase, and then like a bunch of different foods start like dancing the can can as they're coming out of the the, the exit and they're coming down the stairs and it's just like hello my baby. Hello, this is way better baby. than moon mist or fairy mist. Not like this. Okay. Not like and this. Why this is, this is all the stuff that you've eaten. Basically, when you were in the wizard tower, you see them all dancing and they all have like a tooth for a top hat and they're like lifting it off their head over and over again and like kicking with like legs that have nylons on for some reason, even though nylons haven't been invented in this timeline. <laughs> and and it, the whole thing is just, of course, in real life, what you're doing is just throwing up all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> and Mahabria and... <laughs> And normal men are having to put up with this. Um, but you do make it to the other side and you sort of like plunge through the small opening and you can hear the fungusaur just raging inside the room and sort of bashing its snout against the small opening and clacking its uh, strange teeth together trying to get at you. And you come over onto the other side and you're totally wounded. You're, you're really in bad shape. And you see Wishwash, the Myrmidon, and he's standing there, and he's got his his uh, his brass breathing apparatus on, and he's got his like big like like inner plate eyes, and he's kind of staring at you. He's 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 a fish, right? He's Myrmidon. Yeah. Sort of they fish that walk upright, and he's looking at you, and he's holding this little pole, and behind him he's got his cart with uh, with all the you know, the, the night soil in it. Uh, and he's looking at you and he's like, he's like, oh, why did you go in there? You, you could have just swam under the water over there and avoided the fungus. Why did you do that? You know, God, uh, to be kidding me. We don't swim. <laughs> <laughs> Even a little bit? I mean, I know that non-Mermadons don't like swimming as much as we do, but really... Okay, come with me. Die, and so die, he die, you. And he waves and he feeds because he's like, mm -hmm. my goodness, what have you done? And he <laughs> leads you back up out and there's a grate, like a sewer grate that kind of opens up. It's like on rusty hinges and it kind of like squeaks open and you come out and it's, it's nighttime, but there are people huddled in all the cobblestone streets and squares. Many of them are using like their wagons or even overturned overturned wheelbarrows just to get a little bit of shelter um and you know their families they're holding their children tight everybody is very clearly trying to get as far as away from the wall as they can and they're all kind of huddling inside this uh this city and uh um 
<clears throat> and so uh, Wishwash kind of bids you uh, good luck and adieu, and he kind of like closes the the grate again and goes back down into the into the watery areas. And uh, there you are. You found your way back to Aventare. So um, you have um, options now. You can do a little bit of shopping. As I recall, you mm. guys each got um, 50 gold um, mm. in the, the last... Um, or wait, did you... I no, we spent that last time. Wait, yeah, I am I dead nine. still? Or did somebody get me up? Yeah, I'm going to slap, no. slap no. that right back awake. Yeah. 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 Whip it on my tail. Um, you can do that. Um, that may be a good idea. <laughs> I've seen things, um, you guys. I've seen a lot of things. What'd you see? <laughs> no man should know a cucumber. And a. <laughs> And I'm gonna open up the bindle full like of that. the food that we got from uh, oh, yeah. the wizard's I place. I scurry across. I like run across the other side of the inn. Just, any, I'm now very food averse. It's plain oatmeal for me. <laughs> it's like PB and J. Okay. That's all I get. So the the inn is uh, is quite crowded. Um, so it's gonna cost you ten gold for a room for the night. Um, there's there's a lot of people. Um, who are trying to crowd into the inn, um, because as as I said before, um, you know the the population of uh, of of Aventale is fluctuating with the seasons and with work cycles because there are a lot of people who come to Aventale to trade to bring their goods into market and so forth, and so a lot of these people who might live in cottages or homesteads or even in one of the neighboring areas like Wensleyshire or Grundall, um, they are now trying to sort of shelter in Aventale. So it's pretty crowded on the streets and in the inn. So if you want to um, fully restore your health, um, you can stay at the inn for 10 gold, um, or you can just go outside and you can just take a long rest um, on, hmm. the, on the streets. Is it 10 each or? No, 10 total. Okay. Yeah, I'll chip in. I think it's worth it. To, I think to, so too, to yeah. make the math easier, I'll say nine so that uh, I'm just yeah, I'll three. pay less. <laughs> what? I don't take but up as your much heart room. Is... <laughs> My guy's like a bit bigger than your average raccoon <laughs> now. Like only a bit. Uh, okay. That's pretty small then. So, so I'm basically the, the size of a large pillow. <laughs> Normalman gets the bed, and then Elroy sleeps at the foot of the bed, and yep. uh, La Habrea sleeps in the closet. Yep, I just hanging hang upside down, of course. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, that was. You I don't want to go back in the I'll cave, be guys. Right back. Please tell me we sure. don't have to go back in the cave. <laughs> so the the mood here in town is uh, is is not the same as the mood in Wensleyshire. People here are frightened, they're stressed out, they're talking about things like um, food stores, um, like uh, the well, um, they're, they're thinking about how long they would be able to, to hold out in the event of a siege. Some people are being very cocky and confident, they're saying things like, oh they're goblins, they're going to lose interest in a week, 
um oh they're goblins they're they're not going to be able to, to organize like they don't have any supplies like they're just going to get hungry and start eating each other like they're goblins like they're you know they're going to run out of supplies they don't have any understanding of like siege technology they're goblins like there's a lot of people who are very vocally and confidently denouncing the the threat um and then there are other people who are like I don't know. And then there's a bunch of old timers who were like, in all my years, I've never seen anything like this. I never thought I would. This is South Umbria. And, you know, anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, I want to open it up again. If you guys want to do any shopping, um, mm -hmm. you can head to the shops. Um, and in particular, um, I'll give you this tip for free. Uh, Aristocles, the smith is oh. uh is uh, going to be selling weaponry um oh, cool. for um well he's going to be selling things that he wouldn't normally sell um because this is a mm. time of significant urgency could be helpful to check that out but not much in the way of cash but the coin rather yeah i spent a lot of mine on my blunder boss hmm. yeah I spent most of mine on the, po the potions Mm -hmm. uh, let's go check it out anyway, though. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we got. Sorry, I'm back. No problem. Um, so uh, you head over to um, to the smithy, which, as you recall, is an open-air smithy, and uh, Aristocles, who is the minotaur smith there, who has all of his wares um, right up on the wall on brackets, um, you can see actually that a lot of swords and daggers and hammers and maces and and mundane equipment has been purchased. His 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 inventory has been largely cleared out, um, but he has some choice uh, pieces that uh, that he may be willing to share or rather to sell. And I will tell you what they are. Uh, were we able to buy more potions, or is that next? You can definitely visit Debrunster next if you okay. want to try and buy some more potions and things from uh, from your friend, the uh, the Deep Gnome. Aristocles is selling a series of magical items, hmm. including a sword of smiting, a hunter's axe, a mace of disruption, a weird dagger, a hammer of sabotage. Ooh. I just love the sound of that thing. That sounds nice. A slayer's sword and an assassin's dagger. How much is uh, what's what does he want for the mace of disruption? Um, it is uh, it's a hundred gold for any one of these pieces. Okay. So the the sword of smiting uh, gives you an extra d6 against demonic foes. It's a it mm. is a sword, um, and just to make things a little bit more accessible to uh, the players, you can we can say that that is either a long sword uh, or a short sword. Um, or you know what? Even a rapier. Um, <gasps> oh. That gives you a plus six versus demonic. We'll call it the rapier wow. of smiting. A hunter's axe can be either a hand axe or uh, or a great axe. That is a d6 versus beasts. Uh, hot tip, goblins are beasts. Uh, the mace of disruption uh, gives you a d6, uh, an extra d6 versus the undead. I don't have 100 gold, so... Uh, the um, weird dagger like cool. gives you an extra d6 versus weird things like I don't know fungosaurs. Hmm. The that hammer would have been handy. Things I wish I'd known about an hour ago. What does the hammer of sabotage do? 
Uh, it just gives you an extra d6 versus constructs, so catapults, oh. things like that. Um, the Slayer's Sword, and I would really like for this to be a great sword, but, you know, I, I'm, I, I can be persuaded. Uh, that is against any draconic foes, so anything that okay. would fall into the draconic category. Like kobolds. Things like weaverms, yeah, and, and kobolds. Uh, and the Assassin's Dagger gives you an extra d6, and it's versus playable races. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, do you like that? You guys. All right, it, all right. Yeah. You gotta watch so your if back. If you want to fight, say, like, well, trolls are playable races. Mm. That's true. Right. There's a lot of playable so, races, actually. Yeah. Like 2025? Yeah, it's, uh -huh. it's a huge system. A yeah. custom system, I might add. So if anybody wants to hear more about it, just hit up SideQuest Live on Instagram and I will, I don't know, do something. Oh. We're on Instagram? <laughs> I have an Instagram. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, okay, um, so if I guess you guys don't have a hundred gold, so do you want to just hit up the? Uh, um, the, the I would store? give someone seventeen gold if that helps. I want to buy more potions. Yeah. So my gold's going toward that. How much are potions usually? Ten each. Uh, I should probably buy a potion because I don't always get EP. Hmm. Um, I'm just checking. I believe that I posted um, all of the prices and you equipment did. in the thread. Um, so, of course, at the Smithy, you can buy um, all the sort of mundane equipment that you could want, including armors and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, the Alchemist Shop, um, which is run by that, um, that nice little deep gnome. Deep gnome. Or, um, mm -hmm. uh, I just sent oh. it to the to the group. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oof. Okay, so um, consider if you want any of those things. Um, the Occult Shop um, is a place where you can buy cantrips and wands. None of you are big spellcasters, so I don't think you no. need to go and visit Yogi. Um, Yogi eh? is a uh, And of course, mm -hmm. you can always go and pay a visit to uh, to Friar Elijah at the Basilica of St. Winifred uh, to pick right. up stuff like holy water, holy symbol, mm. wooden stake, you know. Uh... I think we should go there and inform him that there is a demonic power who is trying to convince the Countess to chop down the wood. Yeah. Either, either he is the one. In which case he kills us. Or two. he's on our side. Yeah. <clears throat> so... The last time you spoke with the Contessa, um, the people who were um, advising her were mm -hmm. Commander Amara, Friar Elijah, and Yasmina Alkindi, the merchant yeah. of Malia. I feel like it's him. Yeah, same. I trust your instincts. He seems let's, let's, too... let's go murder him. Maybe not your culinary <laughs> tastes, but... Uh, I still feel like we should go inform him, because either either it is him, yeah, and we can fight him, or it isn't him, and we can get a bunch of holy water for free. I I'm going to assume yeah. I'm walking around with one hit point. Oh, no, oh, you, didn't... You, guys, you guys all went to the oh. end. 
Sorry, I for, I didn't realize we had slept, and then I'm, I'm picturing a bedraggled like and doing the just a wrecked and... raccoon, like the guy you call three one one four in your back lane. You're like, um, you need to come pick this. Oh God, it moved. <laughs> Isn't I that to... dead per se? I need to have the in music from one of the Final Fantasy games. You know, you stay at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't so actually have that, but I do have tavern music. Uh, that's okay. Um, okay, so is that the plan now? Are you going to go to see Devlinster, or are you going to go to the Basilica? For just a quick question, where would one at some point acquire mage armor? Who would you go to? Um, that is a good question, but uh, for the vampire, um, mage armor is um, it's it's a skill rather than okay. right like it's it's an upgrade that you get at a certain so kind level. Of, okay, so I develop it for myself, and then instead of like purchasing it from a, a, a major field or whatever, yeah, I grew it myself, okay. knitted mm. from the <laughs> chest hair of my victims. Well, the. I said we definitely go get our potions first. Okay, so you head yeah, over to the Leinster shop, um, and there, and it's um, it's packed. Um, there are people who are like, who are like, uh, uh, like trying to basically almost like a, a bar, sort of at last call. People are sort of crowding around trying to uh, to to get whatever they can, um, and Devlinster has set aside enough, but he's kind of rationing. So it's uh, it's two bottles per person. So you got to pick what you want. If you want softs or elixirs or yeah. you know periods of health or potions, it's up to you. I am buying two potions. Mm. I will buy. Sorry, potions one. are ten. Potions are ten. Yeah. Yeah. I do not have enough. <laughs> How much do you need? Uh, three. I have seven. You can. Have... Clink. Oh, no oh, So I'll, I'll brings brings it back to three potions then. Cool. Thank you. Um, um, I'm using just, just the revive, so. revive, revivify one. The one that's like uh, yeah. revitalizing. Yeah, that's sort of brings yeah. you back if you drop. Yeah. Uh, oh, do I need to give you the, the? Do I need to give you the the um, price on that? Uh, uh, ten. Right? Posted it on the. Elixir is twenty five. Oh, never mind. Wow. I'll just get a regular healer. Okay. I only have ten. Oh, what's the um? What do you get from that? Two D. Uh, that's two uh, D six plus six. Hey, that's not bad. That would be a significant portion of my tiny hit point pool. <laughs> it could be. Depends if you roll decently. Okay. So, do you want to do any more shopping? Do you want to ask around, uh, or do you want to head up into the keep and see if you can gain an audience with the uh, Contessa Vincenzo? You um, should probably find out if anyone new is talking to the Countess, just yeah. so we know, like, if there's someone other than those three. Also, yeah, if like, I see a, an overconfident, like, cocky, like, splashing their money around kind of person, <laughs> I'm going to try to rob somebody. <laughs> not a bad idea. A quick reminder, I am not a rogue. <clears throat> but I... <laughs> 
So, um... <clears throat> You're just greedy. So you head up into uh, the keep, and you can see that uh, that um, all the doors are, like, locked and barred, and there's one guard at each door. And a lot of the pomp and ceremony has been just cast aside, and the, you know, the nice stained glass windows and everything, like, things are being boarded up. Things are being moved out of storage. Things are being put away. Um, and like tables, banquet tables are being just cleared off uh, to to form a bit of a like a command center. Um, and when you go up, um, Amara is there, and she sort of like acknowledges you um, grudgingly, hey, but she's very impressed. Huh? Like yeah, like she she sees you. Um, I say that far too she, loudly, by the way. You can you can see she's actually transcribed what she saw drawn in the dirt onto a canvas uh, and has laid it out on the table. And there are a number of knights, like like silver-haired knights, standing around, like waiting for to be called on by her as she as she kind of walks around and, and makes some decisions as to where, you know, how they're going to defend the walls, whether there should be a sortie. Mm. Uh, how, uh, how close is her memory map to what I drew from my observation with the telescope? Um, very close. Okay. Mm. I was going to say, if, there's if you're any, about to if correct there's... her, hoping she'll notice you, that is not... No. I was that is not say... the way to a woman's heart. <laughs> uh, I was <laughs> going that... If there was any great differences, I was gonna write it on a note mm. and then like fold it up and like put it where she will find it later. Let me just normal leave. mansplain here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could also be an alternate title to the episode, but okay. Um, <laughs> so um, you you see all this and you you head up pretty unimpeded because you're you're recognized and and amara hasn't made any move to stop you 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 head up fairly unimpeded to the um the sort of the, the dining area um that has like some you know sofas and some some chaise longs uh and things all day long uh, uh that's right on the chaise long all day long um uh, uh, where uh, Contessa Vincenza is, and she is uh, clearly in a bit of a, um, you know, in a bit of a state. She has people fanning her, even though it's pretty cold, and she's, uh, you know, she's sort of like stress eating, right? Like there are like little bits of like yeah, cookies and crumbly yeah. cakes and uh, and quiches and uh, and just you know all manner of confectionery, and it's all sort of like crumbling around her. Um, and she's, uh, she's sitting there in her, you know, cushioned throne, uh, and she's, she's very concerned. And, uh, Father Elijah, sorry, Friar Elijah and, uh, Yasmin Alkindi are both there, and they both seem to be trying to, to calm her down. They're like, they're like, you're, you know, the, the, the king will surely send reinforcements, like, you know, you needn't worry so hard. Um, you know, Contessa, like, uh, you know, you think about your health, you know, you need to, you should, you should drink some water. Um, you know, you, you're not sleeping well, um, Contessa, you know, you, you really need to, to, to calm down. 
um, you know, Commander Amara is, is, is making a lot of preparations. Um, you know, you should really speak Can to I people. Can I interrupt the person press. who's saying that? Can you? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's Yasmina Alkindi who's saying this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stand on the silver tray they're bringing her. Like, hop up on it, yeah. uh, knocking stuff over. I'm going to slap the person saying that. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, are you kidding? This is the time to worry. This is the time. She's not wrong. It's a scary time. I've never seen this many goblins. Okay, so this is a very interesting interaction because when you slap Yasmina Al-Hindi with a gorgon, um, uh... you fall from the tray, right? Because she's holding the tray. Um, and she, and basically you fall down and she lifts her veil like this with her forearm. And for a second, you see this these these burning, collapsing. I look her right in her face, Miller. What do you got? We've tried your way. We're trying my way now. I'm immune to petrification. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, so Tanukis are strangely immune to petrification because they can turn themselves into stone. Um, and so, um, anyone else would see this mass of writhing snakes and uh and these these incredibly bright glowing eyes I'm also, um, and you turn to stone i'm also going to um, quietly but, whisper to her from my back i'm going to be like good cop bad cop <laughs> so she, she lowers her veil again and kind of like straightens herself out and like kind of regains her composure uh, and and says uh, <clears throat> and says the Tanuki does have a point. We do need to have a plan, and I understand that Commander Amara is going to be briefing us very soon. My hope is that Contessa, you will be in a position to listen to all the options when Amara returns. And and she says to you folks. You're welcome to stay. Of course, we understand that you were that you were very helpful in Amara's quest to go to fight the orcs who were uh, acting as commanders for the Goblin Legion, and so you're welcome to stay. So, um, uh, Friar Elijah is uh, is kind of like mumbling to himself. He's going, and he's kind of going around like the room. Uh, and it's kind of like peeking out the windows and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and then uh, Commander Amara sort of strides in uh, and she uh, immediately captures the attention of everybody in the room. Uh, Contessa Vincenza is like hanging on for every word. Uh, and, um, and Amara says, um, <clears throat> we have supplies to last us for 17 days. That's it. That's Seventeen uh, very long. worth of supplies because of the number of people. Unless, unless we're going to to start um, allowing people to starve, um, we have supplies for seventeen days. We um, go without food for uh, three weeks. Huh? Um, like fit and healthy people can. This is like the Middle Ages. These people aren't fit or healthy. They're like elderly people and children and stuff like that. Well, then we have a renewable food source. Buddy. Right. 
Okay, so um, leaving that solution aside, um, I, I, I have a hard time pulling my eyes away from La Habre after that comment. <laughs> some may have trouble with this period, some may not. <laughs> I, I'm just kind of doing the whole like you've seen that budgie uh, meme where it's like looking one way, then it looks directly, yeah, and then it looks back. <laughs> uh, so, um. Uh, Amara says that she intends to go to Watergo to destroy the idol because mm -hmm. if she can destroy the idol then perhaps she can break the, the organization of these goblins maybe they won't be able to, to lay siege to, uh, to um, the hamlet as effectively as they are, as they are doing now, the three of you know, because you've spoken with uh, with Kemet, that um, that uh, you actually need to retrieve the idol yeah. for Kemet to reverse engineer and break the spell. So, and you also know that you can't touch the idol with your bare hands. Now, you can say those things right now if you want, or you can keep quiet. Um, but Commander Amara continues and says that she intends to go out to try to destroy the idol but then vincenza is like oh, no 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 please please you you can't you can't leave us here all alone however will we defend ourselves you can't possibly i agree commander amara is far too uh invaluable to leave the defense of the keep uh my friends Look, and i lady, we volunteer lost to you. go and uh and retrieve the idol and destroy it in your stead. Wait, will what? Uh, again. Yes, uh, yes. Sometimes it calls for delicate touch. Ah, uh, and... You guys uh, get me into so much trouble. Vincenza is very concerned, but she's, she, she breathes like a sigh of relief knowing that Amara is going to be there in the keep, and she's like, all right, all right, you, you, you can do this, but 17 days is not a lot of time. Mm. 17 days is so very little time. 17 days is very, very little time. I, I don't it is know what more I, than what enough time. All we need to do is make sure that the, the Tree of Wands is safe and protected and unmolested. Because the Tree of Wands is the most important part the most beautiful living thing. It is the the whole reason that we are coming together to to strive. Uh, <laughs> the, My friend, if the tree died, it's like cutting your own throat. Uh, so anyone who who could possibly think of cutting down the tree would be like, well, just just kill yourself right now. Okay, so I need you to roll persuasion so we can determine whether or not that was like a, uh, an Emmy Award winning like call to battle, um, call to arms kind of speech, or whether or not that was like, what are you talking about, you weird stand-up comedian? Six. Hey. Six. Wow. Everybody in the room is like, mm -hmm. we really do need to preserve that tree of wands as a symbol and then contessa says vincenza says all, all, all right okay 
we'll we'll preserve the tree of wands and we won't cut it down for the wands but you you must come back with the idol you must come back with the idol because if we don't have it i i don't i don't see that there'd be any other option but to cut the tree and and use use it for the wands so please come back uh and everybody in the room yasmin alkindi uh friar elijah and commander amara they're like contessa let's not jump to to that option let's not cut the tree for its wands let's let's let this play out and hopefully these three adventurers will be able to get that idol and destroy it what's what's the kobold um pardon what's the kobold doing yeah kobold is eating crumbs off of like like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I was just I wonder if the kobold was whispering uh whispering lies into the countess's ear, but then I forgot that kobolds are real dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> this co this kobold is smart, I'll tell you what. Like that's a living for a kobold. Um out of, out of the, just a oh sorry, go ahead, Bo. I was gonna say out of the three advisors i guess the one who i think i trust the most would be the gorgon and i at some point i'm going to kind of not corner her but like talk to her quietly and ask her if there's been any new uh voices in the contessa's ear in the past couple of months You just slapped her in the face. That was me. <laughs> that was that I was actually him. do want to I'm, apologize at some point. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, sorry. I was just, I was just in a moment. I, I am my friend. He's okay. Simple. Roll your roll your persuasion. Me, okay. mesmerizer, or him? Oh, both of us. Uh, so it's just a straight roll, or is it's that just a what? straight d6? Unless you have the 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 skill. Okay, five. Okay, so she's like. She kind of like hears you out, um, and sh and you're asking what sort of like new voices have there been in the... yeah, because specifically she, the, I've noticed the contessa keeps mentioning this possibility of destroying the tree, the tree of wands for its wands, which no one present seems to think is a wise idea, ourselves included. Who might be putting this idea in her head? Um, the, uh, <clears throat> Yasmina Alkindi is, is pretty, like, diplomatic, uh, mm -hmm. and she's like, I think we're all of one voice and, and united in purpose, um, that, that that is not the preferable option, and that it would only be something that we would go to as a last resort. Mm -hmm. However, I have heard it mentioned on more than one occasion by Commander Amara, uh-huh. Oh, John! <laughs> but only, but only as a last resort. Heartbreak. Interesting. Okay. So I could hear normal and then, but she says, break. but then again, Friar Elijah um, often has um, private meetings with uh, with the Contessa, 
because mm -hmm. he is her confessor. Right. Interesting. Well, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And Mike and my friend apologizes for the slap in the face. It was uh... <laughs> for that egregious he, uh, slap. He's very, he's very, very, very excitable chap. Right. So to be um, fair, that... it was like I am also super weak. So it'd be like, <laughs> like a doll hand. Yeah, oh, yeah. Getting yeah. slapped by a kitten. Yeah. <laughs> or or a stuffed animal. Um. Okay. So that takes us to about midnight. If mm -hmm. uh, if you guys want to do any planning for um the next session, I assume what you're going to do is you're going to head out uh, and try to capture the um. Uh, the idol? The idol, idol of Kava. But yeah. what you do with the idol of Kava at that point is up to you. Take it for That's ourselves. The... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Touch, Touch it all over. <laughs> Touch it all over. I'm going to need a tub of Vaseline army. jelly. Summon Kava ourselves and watch the world burn. It's going to be great. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, thanks very much for playing. And I guess I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah, one of these it. days we'll we'll get Jackie back, eh? That'll be the finale. Hey, I'm surprised we did not party wipe. Hmm. No that, kidding. That, that was a big down in our own fashion, but uh Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, very Bo. close. I think MVP was Bo tonight. I, out of out of curiosity, how many uh, hit points did the uh the mushroom sore get have left? Yeah, uh, the fungusaur had 350 HP in total, oh, and you dealt you dealt 88 damage to it in the first two rounds. Yeah, if we'd had a few more, and people. then we were all killed. So, <laughs> yeah. I wonder whether or not if you had had like a really constant healer, mm -hmm. um, mm. if you would have been able to uh, to to do that. Like I, I don't know because like each one of those I kept not hits... getting EP. That didn't yeah, help either. Twice. Yeah, yeah same here. Like, I got it once. Yeah, and like we were getting like twenty-five damage per round. Yeah. And all of our healers de like heal like sixteen at best. Yeah. Uh, it was slow. You thing. know what? Uh, the, okay, too quite a bit. The damage that the fungusaur was doing was perhaps exaggerated by the fact that I like I crit and max mm -hmm. damage like a few times. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh but if we had a cleric, they probably wouldn't have very high cons, so they would probably constantly be getting scored. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a tough fight one way or yeah. another. Either but, way. Uh, but hey, it was fun. It was fun. We'll be back. Um, we'll take it we down. Do need an episode name. We forgot to do it last time. Uh Fungasaurus Rex. That's oh, pretty no much. That's a no pretty good planning. It was Bitey McBlood Drinker or something, or Bitey <laughs> Man, or I. Drinky <laughs> McBlood. That, that, that might have actually been a better title for the last episode because that's where yeah. you have to be like yeah. drenched yourself in, in blood. But um, yeah, anyway. That'd be great. Fungusaurus or... Rex, and that sounds like a band name. Fungusaurus yeah. Rex, and the no. In the meaty three. <laughs> Normal oh, man explaining with Fungusaurus Rex. <laughs> there we go. That's, That's a long well, title. Well, actually, 
all right. Well, thanks very much for playing, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening and watching. And uh, we'll check us out. Uh, and we'll see you again in about a week, I hope. I'll be back to work, so hopefully hopefully, I can swing this. Uh, but yeah, stick around, and, uh, and we'll be back. Have a good night, everybody. Say hi to your new cat for me, Bo. I will. That's a yeah. sweet guy. All right. All right. See you guys. Have a good, good night. night. And tonight's episodes have all been Creative Commons music uh, and also Sirenscape. So big shout out to that. Don't forget to check us out. Follow and like and subscribe would be much appreciated. Hey, tell a friend if you want to, because uh, we always love to have some more people join in the adventure. Take care and uh, we'll see you See you when we see you. Take care. Good night.
How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? 